3: Hello and welcome to the Football Drop Podcast. Uh, I'm Ben and with me today, as always, is Will. How are you? As always, I'm Will. How are you? As always, you are Will. Yeah, I'm very good, mate. Did you have a nice weekend? Yeah, good week. Yeah, good week so far. Day one. Day one. <laughs> the Day classic one. part of the podcast that everyone bored <laughs> shitless with. <laughs> I'm not. Um, yeah, did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was nice, mate. Did yes. you so much? It was raining. It was, correct. It was raining. Yes. I got wet. But I had a nice weekend. Went on a couple of walks in the rain still because, you know. Man, nice. I don't know if you checked the Samsung Health, but I'm ahead of you on steps. How has this happened? Oh, yes. So I was at a cruise fair on Friday. You have you By been standing around? No, have I have been not, shaking not been talking. <laughs> um, I was at a cruise fair on Friday and I couldn't stand still, so I just walked backs and forwards essentially on the spot. Okay, racked up 15k steps. Right, well, I'm going to go on 15k oh, yeah. run tomorrow. Absolutely buzzing. Um, but we have uh, a bit of a special guest with us today. Are they special? A bit special. What to you? They are an international guest, our first ever international guest. Okay. I know we wind Sydney? everyone up. They're not, no, not, ah. not a Sydney listener. Uh, or listeners, sorry, <laughs> listeners. Obviously, that massive strip of two people. Um, <laughs> no, we have uh, we have with us, uh, an, a, I suppose, a, a UK or ex UK resident and a UK expat. Uh, so, Alistair, how are you?
1: Bonjour. Yes, very well, thank you. <laughs>
3: Um, just to clarify for the listeners, this is actually a different Alistair. Um, so it's also oh, not the most common name in the world, but we we know two of them, and they're both football fans, which is always a bonus. Wow. Um, oh, so, offense. what's that? They don't support proper teams, do they? Well, no. No, I mean, uh, I'm just I going to just grass you up here, but I'll let you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about yourself for the listeners, Alistair.
1: Well, as, uh, as Will was alluded to, I'm a Palace fan uh, and have been... Um, more or less since birth, but um, one of those fans that goes to games, or used to go to games, home and away, season tickets and the rest of it, and uh, yes, that's my team, that's where we uh, you support
3: your local team, don't you, after all, so yeah. You do, you do. You was local to Arsenal, wasn't you? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, always here, yeah I thought so. Yeah. Um,
4: so, did you live, you lived near Salas Park then?
1: Yes, yeah, so um, I was uh, brought up in Beckenham, so half an hour walk to Selhurst. And, um, and yeah, first game was probably before I'd rub were born, I think, in 1987. Yes. Um, oh no, and, Will was 24 uh, then. <laughs> <laughs> we off. Um, Palace, who were then, uh, well, what, what's now the Championship, were a Championship team. Uh, knocked out Brian Clough's Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup third round when Forest were a, a team of internationals, um, and that was it. The um, the, uh, the the bug was bit as it were, and the next week I watched us lose one 0 in the last minute home to Barnsley, um, and there you are. It, it it began from there and it's taken us through all sorts of uh, trials and tribulations. Nice, amazing. So can you
4: can you confirm who your rivals are, who your local derby is? <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, local
1: rivals and local derbies and Millwall and Charlton. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the, the ones, well, we may never play them again, obviously, but that, that's the, um, those are the games that um, would mean something from a local point of view. After that, it's London derbies. The Brighton thing is a, a rivalry between two clubs that just intensely dislike each other. Um, so... Um, I guess similar to Arsenal and United um, back in the day when the two were competing for everything um, it's a rivalry which isn't geographic but it's just we don't like them and they don't like us
3: I don't think I've ever
4: heard Crystal Palace and Brighton referred to as Arsenal Man United before
3: no, sir. <laughs> good comparison yeah. appreciate it, aiming high the the four teams are going they're almost well, back yeah. Back. Yeah, good point i still, I, I kind of understand it, but I don't understand that intenseness, even still. You know, it's No, it's, I don't it's understand it, to be honest with you. I
1: mean, I, I remember um, many, many moons ago going to the first sort of Palace Brighton game, which meant nothing to me as a 10-year-old. And Dad trying to explain to me why we had to get there an hour early and why there were so many police checks on the way in and so on and so forth. <laughs> um Ian Ian Wright scored an absolutely belting goal as well, by the way, a left foot volley from about 10 yards back from the byline um, from outside the box. Um, it was a cracking goal, and we missed three penalties. We could have beaten 5-1, but we only beaten 2-1. But there was people fighting on the pitch, off the pitch. It was chaos. And I I never have understood it from that point of view, but it's just what it's born out of is. Alan Mullery and Terry Venables managed Palace and Brighton, respectively. Mullery was quite derogatory towards uh, Palace supporters and players whenever we played them. Jim Cannon, the Palace captain, scored a goal against Brighton and celebrated for sticking two fingers up at Alan Mullery on the pitch. Um, <laughs> nice. And it kind of just, it, it's, it's sort of continued from there. And then in more recent years, you've had... The um, problems with Gus Poyet and when the Brighton member of staff left, left uh, and obviously mess in the dressing room before the playoff semi-final, yeah, um, about and uh, Poogates and so on and so forth. That it was just <laughs> it's one thing after another, really. And obviously, and then, and then you know. Obviously, they don't like Sahar. We don't particularly care for some of their players. Not that they've really got anyone like Sahar to refer to. No. Um, well, they've got Lalana, no so though. So they've
3: got Adam Lelana. Wow. <laughs>
1: <so. laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, I
1: suppose so. But um, yeah, that's where it comes from. And it's just, yeah, it, it's nonsensical, but it is real.
3: I Appreciate the uh, the insight is, there. It's still strange. strange. That is knowledge. That man. is knowledge. That is that's that is a proper die-hard
4: Palace fan.
3: There, I think we're going to get replaced at this rate, aren't we? <laughs> he knows a lot more than we do. Um, shall we move on? Go on then. Let's move on to news updates. News updates. So, do you want to get us started, Will? Um.
4: Wow. Do you the bus? That's cool. So, <laughs> let's let's start then with uh,
3: Cisco. What? Nothing, mate, go on. What? I was just going to say, I thought the, the, the introduction to news updates, you'd be ready to rock and roll. No, it wasn't. No. No, no we'll edit this bit out. Excellent. No, we won't. <laughs> we'll definitely listen. So this go on, crack on, mate. So Cisco was
4: sacked, got the boot, gooned, gone. Didn't think it was... Um...
3: Is it because he saw that thumb? Nice. No? Yeah, I
2: like
4: it.
3: It's a bit too cheesy. <laughs> a little
4: bit. We edit it out. We edit
3: it out. Um... Yeah, harsh? I don't know. I I, I don't think he really did anything. Especially this season. They just look poor. Just look completely poor. Were they 10th? I don't know. I think they're lower than that, aren't they? I haven't got it in front of me, to be honest. Um, Hmm. But they just don't seem to be doing anything massively. But that's what Watford do. Someone gets them promoted, and then they sack them. Yeah. get someone else in, and then they inevitably go down again. 15th, sorry. So, Yeah, I mean, they're not doing fantastic. They're four points above the drop. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of understand it. But it was... I mean, obviously, I know a lot's been going on today. Uh, sort of like the breaking news about Ranieri to appeared there and potentially going to take over. I sort of get that signing.
4: Well, Ranieri would be a great signing for him. He left Sampdoria, didn't he, at the end of end of last season?
3: Yeah. Did he do much at Sampdoria?
4: I wouldn't say he did too much. But, you know, he
3: did all right. Yeah. Can, can, what, what can you do with him? Well, I suppose only so much. It's but... a bit like
4: managing Palace,
3: isn't it? <laughs> I know he's just smirking now. <laughs> you,
1: you can chime in. It's not a problem. <laughs> well, the, um, the, the point with, uh, with Ranieri is, is obviously... Yes, he won the title of Leicester and he was sat the following season as he was leading them towards the Championship. He then... Um, Went on on the continent, uh, short stints I think at Non and uh, possibly oh, Rover. I might be wrong. Yeah. I think so. And then obviously came back um, and joined Fulham uh, in these circumstances. Actually, Fulham sat. You can of have actually gotten promoted um, right at the start of the season. Brought Ranieri in, and uh, he did such a bad job that Scott Parker couldn't keep him up that season. Um, although he, he did a decent job as caretaker and then got the job permanently. Mm. In any other world, in any other football club other than Watford, this is madness. But yeah. because it's Watford, it makes perfect sense, because whoever comes in probably won't be there by Christmas. Um, yeah. Even if they did a mediocre job, they won't be there by Christmas. So yeah. Yeah. I just it's Watford, isn't it? Mm. Well, I saw this morning fourteen managers in ten years.
4: It's it's mad, isn't it? They they love to sack yeah. a manager. Yeah. How, how much money do you think they've spent on compensation to managers that they sacked? Well,
3: you think they're probably kept kept on top of that now? And they don't have that clause in them Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that so will give you three months. Like the, the standard money. business would be now. Yeah, they want a zero hour. contract <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think they're all, they're
1: all on one year deals. You know, literally one year deals, and then they're renewed or not, or sacked or not before we can get to the end of the year. But there's six managers in the last three years, 12 since the Porto family took over. And when you read the managers and the names, I can't remember. So, until you see the pictures, I can't even remember some of them.
3: No, no. That's a quiz. Somewhat. Yeah, that is a quiz. That's a quiz. We can get that going yeah. throughout this episode. We might be able to do that at the end. Um, yeah, but I mean, that Zisco like, guy, I've never heard of him.
4: Like, no, he I know he's a good He was a good player. I think he was a, Bilsi, a player. Bilsi, I think. I don't know, I've I've
3: barely heard of them to be honest, mate.
4: Not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I'm sure it was, yeah. They're in um
3: What's the country called?
4: It, no. Uh, <laughs> Belarus, sure, isn't it? Belarus, is it Belarus, Belarus, Belarus something like
3: that. Quite possibly.
4: I can't think, I can't think where is it now, It's embarrassing, isn't it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean you know, whatever, by the by, it's still yeah, as you said, it's it's just madness, but it. As you said, it makes sense for Watford. So yeah, a bit unusual, uh, well, but I, I, I just
1: wait and see. I um, I, I had a look uh, today um, on Twitter at sort of what Watford fans are saying, and a lot of them are coming out and saying it's the right decision. We weren't playing right sort of football. We're going to go down, blah blah blah. So they, they accept it, I guess, because they just they anticipate if they lose two or three games, they'll change manager anyway. So it's
3: yeah, a completely different way of running a club to to. Anything else I can think of? I said, well, I've just—I've I've just actually googled their managers, and it—it <clears throat> it makes no sense at all, actually, for them sacking him. So he's got the highest win percentage of any of their managers in their entire history. Um, he's well, he's joint top with uh, Stavice Jukanovic mm. on fifty-eight point three percent win mm. rate, which is crazy, isn't it? For a team that's up and down. <clears throat> Excuse me, I think that's, uh, that's a pretty good good record. So it does seem a little bit is, odd. As well,
1: if you think, imagine how you feel at the moment if you're a Norwich fan. Um, you know, they've got one point at the last, I think, 16 premiership games in their previous season and obviously this season back up. Mm. So they've, they've lost sort of 16 straight games before they got a point at Burnley. They've spent £60 million in the summer um, and the same manager that took them down last time and brought them back up, to be fair, is on the verge of taking them back down again. Yeah, There's six points behind Watford and that manager signed a new contract or was giving a new contracts at the start of the season. Yeah. At Norwich.
3: Yes, it's, it's just, just different ways of running a club, isn't it?
1: No. Well, one of the two clubs is getting it wrong and I don't really know which one it is anymore.
3: No, I think from... I guess from a fan perspective you'd want a little bit of stability. Mm. At least you know kind of what you're getting. Oh, yes. and at least, you know, with Farka, for example, he's breaking news. Ranieri appointed. Oh, he has been appointed appointed. And there we go. It's breaking news. I mean, it's not going to be breaking news by Tuesday. 9am when it's come yeah. to life. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, low, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it just seems, it does seem a, an odd thing actually looking at that now, but by, by the by, um, should we move on? Because I think we've, probably covered Watford enough. Yeah. More than I know probably. we're going to eat into uh, Talis's time and sing his praise of Palace. Um, I know you wanted to speak about the, the whole Super League side of things.
4: Yeah, it was it was just to say, you know, Juve, Barca and Real have, have kind of just been let off with no action, haven't they? And and it's just going to be as if nothing happened.
3: It's it's diabolical, isn't it?
4: Well, they And they can continue with it, haven't they? They've
3: said that they're just not going to lick, they're going to continue with it. So... Yeah, so yeah, it's a it's a case of, all oh, right, we'll let you off. Don't worry about it. I think it's just, it's mad. And all the other clubs in England, I know they sort of got fined and suspended fines, this, that and the other. And it was just a slap on the wrist. But UEFA backed down completely. Mm. Just it's completely so backed down. So it's is it the corrupt side of things still there? Is it just power of those bigger clubs? It's the, I think it's the power, oh, isn't it? power and the influence that those clubs have. But Barca's got nothing anymore. Well, you say a billion pound in debt, they oh, can't can't get rid of their manager because they can't afford to get rid of them.
4: Uh-huh. Arsenal have got nothing, but they still considered the Big Six
3: and well, to, Tottenham are
4: considered a Big Six as
3: well. Yeah, I don't know so, why they are. That, think, that's yeah. never made any sense. No, Um it's a little bit odd. I'm mean, just smirking now on video.
4: Yeah. Um, so that that was kind of what what I wanted to say, and just sort of get your get your thoughts. I thought it was a bit.
3: Yeah, I I completely agree. I think it's just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous that they've had no sort of fines no telling off as such nothing they've not been penalized for it they're just oh, okay just keep in our competitions because we need you just shows how weak you are and the go for competitions yeah so yeah the, the reality
1: is it will it will rear its head again this will this will come back um and the people want it in place will be more informed by what happened a few months ago. Mm. Um, And they may well force it through and get their weight next time and and probably with a different structure and maybe not with as many clubs initially involved, I don't know. But there's no deterrent that's been sent out to the clubs either in in England or elsewhere to not do this. Um, And it it will come back. It will, you know, I'm convinced within three years it will actively be, you know, more than just a part of the main component of the of the football calendar across Europe, um, and all the other clubs like mine will just be sitting belief with a glass ceiling that can't be broken through, um, and that's because they should have obviously sent out far half
3: your penalty and, and clear a deterrent this time round mm. to stamp it out. But yeah. money talks at the end of the day. No, and it is a shame, but I think that's that is modern day football now. Um, it's it's massively disappointing, but there's not much you can do unless you do just kick them out and just say right, you got a three year ban or something like that or two year ban. Mm. That'll that will seriously teach them from a financial perspective. I'd be like shit because you know whatever happens, the Champions League, Europa League, etc., does bring in a lot of revenue for these clubs and players want to play mm. in those premium. I know Europa League's not premium, but those premium competitions in Europe. <laughs> Especially that conference. So, yeah, the Europa Conference League. Oh, what, a, what a bunch of players. Any teams that plan that this season for the inaugural season, fair play to them. Yeah. yeah. Top boys. So happy days. Um, And then the final part of, I guess, the news updates so for the big thing is the spitting incident at the Liverpool City game.
4: Yeah, it was at, one, it was at the coaches, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah Been reported to Liverpool and, and Liverpool looking into it, it's just disgusting,
3: isn't it? I just don't understand the need for it. I just don't. I really don't understand.
4: It's, it's, bad, it's bad before, but in the COVID world,
3: you know, it's, it kind of is even worse, isn't it? Yeah, it's just lowest of the low, yeah. isn't it really? Uh, oh, we don't care what we do. We don't give a shit about you. But why spit? Damn. I just, yeah, it's a disgusting thing for me. Um, Liga. But hey-ho. Go on then. Should we go La Liga? Go La Liga. Big weekend we in La Liga. Yet, have we haven't nah.
2: we?
4: Just, just sing one. Go on then. It's your segment, man. No you crack as... on. Yeah, but I need, to, I need to be ready, so you need to do this, the Sousa music go on. No.
3: Moving on have to... You, um, have you got any castanets, Ben? No, I haven't, unfortunately. I Weirdly enough, I don't the have room. them to have. Yeah, they're downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. And i go? on, crack on La Liga.
4: La Liga. So, we had some big results, didn't we? Atletico Madrid being Barcelona 2-0. Did they? Yeah, Thomas Lamar. Oh, I did see that. And Luis Suarez. Oh, right. um, Barcelona, better stats, more possession, more shots. I um, guess that's be
3: expected, though, because Atletico play that sort of counter-attacking style anyway, don't they?
4: Yeah. Uh, so just, just to sort of give, give a bit of an idea on just how one-sided <laughs> it should have been, the possession was 71% for Barcelona.
3: Wow, that is a lot.
4: They had 728 passes to um, Madrid's 303, which is just crazy when you
3: think about it. That is mental. Um, Can we just mention the celebration for Suarez? Go on then. So obviously, I don't know if anyone actually knows. So basically, uh, Koeman phoned Suarez and said, you're not part of my plan to leave the club when he first got into Barcelona. Um, so Suarez was obviously uh, quite upset by it, as you can well imagine. So luckily he got his move to Atletico Madrid, obviously won the league. Fantastic. Uh, and then scored against them and was celebrating, pretending to be on the phone and pointing and laughing at Kuman. Mm. Fantastic. Shit house for really Just, a, oh, that's, you would expect nothing less from Suarez though. No, no, no. I love no, it. No. Absolutely love it. No. But a, just a big screw you to Kuman, who God knows what he's doing over
4: there. What the... Interestingly, that's his first game that he's lost in La Liga. Oh, Cumin? yeah. It's really? the first league game they've lost. Yeah, uh, they've they've won three, drawn three, and oh,
3: this season three. or since Kuman has been there? No, this season.
4: Okay. Um. So you know, he although they're they're kind of um, what's the word, languishing down in ninth place. They have, they, you know, losing one isn't isn't too bad. Um, okay, no, it's not the end of the world, is it? But it's, I mean, you know, the performance in losing three 0 successively in in the Champions League is not. That's great, good. great to watch. <laughs> it's, it's great to watch from a, a neutral fans'
3: perspective. Um,
4: and then Espa- Espanyol pulled out a bit of a surprise with the two one win at Real Madrid. So that was the first first loss for them. Um and that puts them equal on points with Atletico Madrid and Real Sociedad
3: and what position they there's that joint top yeah Sociedad are doing well this season aren't they Sociedad are doing well they're having a Verde Bremen mate a Verde Bremen they're having a Verde Bremen. <laughs> Jesus um, classic Verde Bremen. yeah languishing as you like to put it in uh, 17th normally aren't they Verde <laughs> yeah I think so they got yeah. relegated last season probably did yeah, yeah. Main feature of this week's episode is so obviously Alice has come to join us, um, diehard Palace fan. Obviously, from us, it's quite exciting because it's uh, a legend of Arsenal managing you guys. So how do you think <laughs> yeah. the, uh, Palace have done this season? Um, and well, let's, let's say firstly, what was your initial reaction to Vieira being appointed your manager? I, I think for me, it was fairly underwhelming
1: and that's that's not really any fault with Vieira. But the issue that, that I had was clearly there was no plan in place. So we must be the only business in the world that has a member of staff who's 73, so World well Park retirement age, um, and hasn't planned for the fact that they might want to retire and how you're going to replace them. So we were completely, I assume, caught on the hop by this. Um, and as shown by the fact, we very nearly appointed um, Nuno and DD, both accounts turned us down. And, of course, he wasn't available when Hodgson had retired. So, we had no plan. So, the return down with Nuno got messed about by um, Lucien Favre, which is probably a bullet dodge, to be fair. Um, uh, so, I don't really think he, he would have um, lasted. He would have been a ran at in at appointment in the premiership. So, yeah. the fairness of the era, none of that's his fault. And he's come in and walked into a job where I don't even think he had his assistant manager or his first team coach in place until two weeks before the season starts. So everything we're doing now is really massively in catch-up to everybody else in terms of time to prepare um, and getting an understanding of, of, of the club and getting in place the structure and, and, and what he wants. Um, uh, so I have to say, hugely impressed by, by him and the job he's doing. Um, given those circumstances, the reality is he, he's, he's always going to attract players to come and play for him. It's like Stephen Gerrard at Rangers. Players of a level yeah. um, will will go and play for him there, who otherwise probably wouldn't go to Scotland and and, and wouldn't go to Rangers. It's the same, you know, with us. He's always going to attract players, but it's what can he actually do with them? And in several occasions already this season, um, the game yesterday being a case in point, um, but but also in the opening game against Chelsea, um, against Spurs as well, he's made changes of points in the game, and those changes have been positive and have been effective and have either brought us back into the game or at least made us competitive in, in the Chelsea game. Mm. Um, style of football is better. Um, the players seem happier. Those players who seemed disillusioned and completely out of form last season are suddenly more engaged. This is the first transfer window. I can remember where there wasn't really even a whisper about Sahar leaving or wanting to leave mm. um, yeah. or, or anything of the sort. Um and the exciting thing is, we we will only get better as the season goes on because of the lack of prepare. repair. Um, and if we can be, you know, competitive and uh, 15, 20 points by Christmas, um, you know, you'd expect us to have a better second half of the season than we had the first. Um, and of course, we've also got Abiré Eze to bring back into that team probably around Christmas time. Um, and so with Eze Zaha, Edward, Michael, Elise, um, Conor Gallagher. Uh, mm. We will probably cause most teams some problems, yeah, it's good, I would thought. Yes,
3: because I always forget about SA, He's been injured for ages. You've mm. actually got quite a lot of pace and quite a lot of, uh, I guess, sort of technical, uh, technical sorry players. Um, I think Edward. Well, I think we spoke about it a few yeah, weeks Edouard ago. was a great signing. Anyway. Still, a, I think there's still a couple of question marks on how well he's going to do overall throughout the season. But, but every player has, yeah, I think he's going to go that one season, and,
4: and yeah, he's got to be an improvement on Bente- Benteka. I mean, Benteke did a lot off the ball. He very rarely got a goal,
1: did he?
3: No, not since he, he went. To he, I think he had one good season with Palace, didn't he? Before he decided yeah, not yeah. to I mean, when play he... football. <laughs> when,
1: he... when he when he was first signed, thirty million pounds. I hasten to Um that's a lot, of money. Uh, and and it mm-hmm. is a lot of money, and and. Steve Parish, to be fair to him, was told by Alan, Alan Pardew, who was the management time, this player will get you 20 goals a season every season. Well, he got 17 or so in the first season, and then obviously, you know, few and far between thereafter. What he does is he comes and holds it up, he comes and competes, yeah. and he, um, yeah. uh, you know, he's a handful for the, the centre halves he's playing against, um, and he's also actually a decent asset in our box from the front defence set pieces. The problem is. We need goals, we need 15, 20 goals a season from someone, like any team outside the top six. because um, if you've got that, you're going to stay up and you're going to get the results that you need. Um, so it's an interesting dynamic because Edward is obviously a completely different player. You know, he looks to go behind, he looks to go down the side of defenders, his movement is across the line all the time, whereas Bentec is very much hit the feet and, and play from me. So the long-term future i imagine is going to be Edward because of the players around him and the players that have been brought in there. Gallagher's been quality as well,
3: in he, this season. Yeah, yeah I actually just bad. added him to my to my dream team. Uh it's a cheap option, and hopefully it'll get me a few more points. Um but yeah, I think i you know, from what I've seen, and don't around I don't watch Palace too often. Um, but all the sort of reviews and stuff that you are seeing and like match of the day highlights, etc., you know, you do look a completely different team to what you were last season or even season before that. Um, yes. Yeah, it, it's just it's just refreshing to be honest with you. I mean, you know, for
1: two three years. And look, if Hodgson hadn't come in when he did, we'd have been in the championship. So you know, yeah. you've got to be fair about that. But um, he probably went on a season longer than should have done, um, and and therein lay the problem because uh, you know for much of last season it was just our oh, I mean, that game against Brighton last season, we, we got in the box twice and we won two one. <laughs> um uh you know, it's just it was it was, it was fantastic at the time, it was brilliant at the time, but it, it's it's that type of performance that was the norm and we go away to play the big teams who generally we we had a great chance to get a result from normally because of the pace and because of the way we play. Mm. And we would just put ten men behind the ball, concede a goal early on and then hang on to try to get the score down. We're nine years into our time in the premiership. We shouldn't be hanging on to keep score down against anybody anymore. Yes, right. you're going to lose at Anfield and for a bridge more often than not, but you go and compete with those teams. Um, and that's the difference. That's that's what Pierre is doing because, of course, he's brought up on and his football background is you compete whoever you're playing against. Um, and so it's that change of mindset which is is coming through now. Mm.
3: Yeah, I think, yes, yeah, so he's, it's that... He's, it is that mentality thing, and I think that's it's like up a lot teams. And like we said about it with the Arsenal sort of mentality. There's no sort of winning mentality at the moment at all, is there? No, not at all, no. So I think that that sort of belief it does change a team up, and you know, completely fresh ideas. Um, I know. I know when I saw when Vieira was sort of uh, announced, it was a bit of an odd one because he's not had sort of best managerial track record. He did it right at New York, didn't he? He did okay there. Then he'd come over to Europe, which, absolutely fair play. Was he was at Nice, wasn't he, for he caught, he caught it up. season and a half, I think, yeah, two seasons. It wasn't great. And then, it somehow sort of landed the Palace job. And I thought, that's a tough ask because there was a lot of players, I think hmm. there was, what, 14 first-team players were out of contracts or something ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah, there, there, there was.
1: The only thing I would say with that is very few of them would be missed. Um, uh you know, of, of those that were out of contract. I mean Benteco was re-signed. I think they offered a deal to Gary Cage but he turned it down and got more money going in into the championship with Bournemouth, which is, yeah. is fair enough. Um with all due respect, we've got two better footballers at centre half now than, than he was for us. Now that's that's just the way that panned out. Mm. Um Townsend is, is is absolutely flying at at, um, at Everton at the moment. Um and good luck to him because his wage covers the wage of Elise and Mark Gay combined. So economically what you do, do you give all that money to a 30-year-old who's not going to get better. Um, or do you give that money to two, 21, 19-year-olds, I think at least 19 or 20, um, who are probably going to improve. Um, yeah. So... There weren't many of the of the departees that um, that I would shed too many tears over. To be fair, it was just surprising that we let ourselves get into that situation where so many converged at one moment in time. And if the money is there, they probably need to strengthen again in 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 January just in terms of numbers in the squad. But that, I don't know if the money is is necessarily as available then.
3: Mm. So I mean, I know at the start of the season, I can't remember if we said it on the podcast or not. but I think we both had. Palace would struggle, didn't we? Because mm. of the, the contract situation. But I think that was before Vieira was appointed, in all fairness. so I think um, I had Palace to struggle, to be honest with <laughs> <it. Sometimes>. you. <Yeah. laughs> um, they
4: did, they did well yesterday, didn't they, to get back in uh, against Leicester.
3: Yeah, it's nice to see Schlupp yeah. obviously go and uh, step up against his former club as well. It's always nice yeah, to, I mean, to see know, that. From your know, own Will's absolutely
1: right. That, that's what I'm saying. That sort of, you know, last season with Hodgson, that would be 2 0, good night yeah, a game lost, and um, on to the next. Whereas it's so refreshing that now the approach is okay, we'll make some changes, but we'll change it. He obviously said things at half time, didn't see what he wanted to see after, you know, six, seven minutes, makes a double change and, and brings on two players who both score. Lisa scores with his first touch and, and creates a goal, you know, shortly afterwards. Um and and that's the difference. Sure. And also he's it, having the, the strength on the bench to finally start to do that sort of thing. Um and you had the, the so, stats as well, didn't you? You, you
4: seem to be on on top.
3: You stats yeah, stats.
4: Yeah,
1: are For for the game, really. Yeah, I mean in yeah. fairness, we we dropped four points in the last two games because obviously we should have have uh, Held on and beaten Brighton. There's a defensive mistake there, which is, is why we conceded um, the goal in the last minute. And we should never have been two down yesterday. Two defensive mistakes get us into that, that position. But um, but in these early days, the way we're playing, performances, and the possession stats, and the uh, number of shots that we're having, etc., all of it is the complete opposite of what we've had. Three years. And all of it is probably in fairness where we should be after nine years in this division. It shouldn't be a case of you know, forever more. Well, let's just stay up, let's see if we can finish 14th or 15th and so on and so forth. You know, you look at teams like West Ham and, uh, and and the like, you look at Leicester, I suppose. I know they've got significant financial backing, but you look at them yesterday, you know, they to be honest, they were second best, and mm-hmm. we should be competing with those teams and we should be saying you know, we want to push into Europe, ideally not in the Europa Conference League, obviously, but the room we're in. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and, and push on from there because, you know, we've been in this division nearly a decade. When, you know, when do we stop trying to stay up and start trying to compete?
3: Yeah, I guess that's, a, that's an interest. But, I mean, I didn't realise Pallet had been there for nine years now. That is a significant amount of time. Um, mm. You think from a, a sort of financial aspect, there would be a little bit more to play with now, now that you're established, exactly. you've got a lot more TV exactly. out So I guess from yeah, from that side, you think you'd, you'd be able to strengthen the team a bit more. But maybe it was the case of they didn't believe Roy was the man to take them forward. He sort of stabilised the club very well, you know, and, and helped you establish yourself as you know Premier League regulars. And maybe Vieira is the time that you can kick on, perhaps to
1: know. Yeah, I mean I think in, in fairness to see Parish, um, who, you know, does have his faults. but um mm-hmm. in the early days in the Premiership, he was guided by the managers as to who survived. So thirty million for Benteco, twenty five million I think for Manadusako, um mm-hmm. you know and and wages obviously. You know, I mean those guys were both on on six figures per week. Yeah. Um so that's a huge amount of money that you, you that you're not necessarily getting a particularly good return on. Um and, and and those are two examples and the two you know biggest examples, but you know, infinitely more. We spent you know five million pounds on someone called Jordan Mutt. I don't know what he's doing now, but he's not up to much as far as I'm aware. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's that sort of scenario where it's just sort of not thought out, not intelligent signings. Whereas you know this summer and this actually is Steve Parrish and David Freeman, who's director of football, has launched five players under the age of 24, all on four or five-year contracts. So the resale value is also massively there and is in, in, as it, and is in place. Yeah. And they've done so using the money on the wages for 14 departees, only three of which we probably would have liked to have kept. So suddenly the penny has dropped, and hopefully now we can start to, to, to build on that, not to the same degree, obviously, but add another couple maybe in January, another couple next summer, but also see the, the benefit of those players coming through um and improving the length of the contracts with us.
3: Yeah, I guess when you put it like that, it sounds you know, it all sounds pretty positive, isn't it?
4: And he went out with Susanna Reid. Who did? Parish. Did he? Yeah.
1: He did.
3: Good old Parish. Good Top old
1: lad. I think I think he's had I think they've had two stints actually. I could be wrong. Christ, He's there in the window. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think uh, I think he had a successful loan and then it's a permanent move but I don't, know if they, uh, I don't know if they're still together Christ
3: fair play to him um, OK so uh, I guess the, the main question for me is where where do you think Palace will end up finishing this season well I think as I said I think the longer
1: the season goes on the, the best that we will become at the start of the season, I would have said to you, if we finish in our usual 15th, 14th position, but we're entertained as it was obvious fairly early on that we would be, then, then you know, I would settle for that. But I think really two two things that you'd like. Uh, I think it'd be nice to finish in around 10th place or so and, and start to actually look upwards into the top half in, into the coming seasons. But also beyond anything else, what we desperately wanted to cut for um, our, our record in Cups under Roy Hodgson was what's not um, I don't think we have won a Cup tie for uh, two and a half seasons now I could be wrong on that but it's something like that we certainly didn't win a Cup tie last season and we went out the League Cup this season at wow. the first time of asking um, and yeah, we only get two chances to win a trophy that's a um, crazy start I did uh, not realise that it's amazing isn't it <laughs> Yeah. And and you know, we went out of the League Cup to be fair to Viera. went out of the League Cup to uh, Watford at Watford at the start of the season. So it's against a Premiership team. By all accounts we we dominated the game, missed our the chances, they scored at the end, you know, Saint Levy. Um but last season we lost two we lost to Derby at home at home, the FA Cup. Um and I can't remember who was the team out of the Football League at home in the League in the, in the League Cup previous season, we lost at Bournemouth on penalties in the League Cup. All of these are in the first time of asking the first round. Um, <laughs> and, for you honest. know, and none of that is anything to do with Vieira, but you would hope with this squad of players, with their ambition, with their youth, you'd think like, someone like Conor Gallagher, come the FA Cup, is going to think, well, OK, I'm probably only here for one season. I'd like to, to win a trophy. I'd like to, to um, you know, kick on and continue to make a name for himself and And... I think we've got a cracking opportunity or as ever if the draw is kind. But even if the draw isn't kind, if we're playing Arsenal, um, no, actually, I'm trying to think of a team that's got European football. If we're playing oh, um, Spurs or <laughs> But if meant was, if we're playing a team that's got other things to to, to worry about than just domestic competitions, <laughs> then you know, we, we you know, we would hope if we're going full strength and they're not, that we can be competitive with them.
3: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, as a, you know, we support a big club, as it were, with Arsenal. I think you kind of take it as a given of, well, you're going to get a bit of a cup run to some degree. Like we were saying about, let's go to the Arsenal oh, League yeah, game. Um, right. Yes, yeah, tomorrow. So, you know, we just take that as a given. But it's it's always interesting to get a different perspective from a uh, a lower club, as it were. But it's not, you know, lower half the table. Uh, obviously, we were fighting for you at that point to, to beat you and it'd be worse. Um, but I guess you, it's interesting to to see that perspective, really. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. What did you think about the Salah goal? The Salah goal. It was, um, it was pretty good, wasn't it? It was special, wasn't it? Pretty good. Did you watch Liverpool City game? I did. I did indeed, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was cracking second half, wasn't yeah. it? Mean, the yeah.
1: the first half was was well. City broke, okay? but but Liverpool, you know, didn't look at the races. And I think sort of Clock um, more or less said so, didn't he? But the really interesting thing with City is this notion of that they haven't signed a striker, they haven't got a striker, they haven't got a you know proper target man, etc. etc. And is that going to cost them? It didn't look like it was, but. Arguably now yeah, you've got people like Grealish who he's got the ball, he's looking to play who's playing to so, um, and
3: yeah, there's there's no one there. Same with um, <clears> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I mean now City have got Grealish, Foden and the Bruyne. They go on, all, all three are, are fairly capable of scoring. They score, but they need but they need a target, man. You need your Kane. You, you put Benteke Harlan. in there, he's gonna fucking hammer in thirty <laughs>
1: goals. <laughs> it yeah. probably is supposed to be fair, because you imagine the number of chances he's gonna get. Yeah. If he's picking up four chances a game and score, he score one of them. But but um, you just wonder <laughs> if that's gonna if that's gonna cost them in, in the end compared to the firepower that, that that Chelsea have got, the firepower that Liverpool have got up front. Um, yeah, I think it makes a big difference. Of United's got blame, but other problems at the other end of the pitch. Obviously.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, I think United they're always going to be able to score a goal though. That's the thing. You, yeah, well, with Ronaldo yeah, playing, yeah. Ronaldo there, Fernandez, Pogba. You know, Cavani, Rashford when he comes back, Greenwood's done well so far. Marshall gone there. Martial, so yeah. Martial's kind of here or thereabouts. Yeah, you know, they've got they've got an out and out striker as someone that's gonna guarantee them goals. Definitely, yeah. Just just going back to the to the game. I think the
4: goals that were scored individually were all outstanding. I was going to say, there wasn't a bad goal, was there? <laughs> <laughs> but the Salah one kind of wipes them all away. The you know, any one of them could have won mm. gold in
3: the season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that Salah one was just outstanding. I think Foden's one, um, I think was, in my eyes, a bit more impressive, purely on the basis of his sort of age mm. and what he's doing at such yeah. a young age. Like, I know he's been hyped up for about four seasons now. Yeah. And he's obviously came into his own massively last season. Obviously, you know did did all right in the games at Euros, etc. That he played in, but to take that goal so coolly against a, a top decent. Liverpool side, and a decent
4: keeper as well, yeah,
3: very, yeah, arguably the best keeper mm-hmm. in the league, and yeah, you know it's, I think it's incredible. But every goal was just was amazing, wasn't it? Just superb, Probably. wasn't it? Um, it's the best two all two all game you could hope for. Yeah, right? yeah, without a had a bit of everything
4: um and and also i think just to mention chelsea with timo Werner as well getting in there i think they look so dangerous <laughs> and then the player that wasn't really firing starts firing you're like oh fuck!
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit of a warning for everyone else isn't it mm. like they they started a little bit recently uh obviously they lost during the week to events didn't they and they didn't they didn't look up to it at all no and 2 people's gone all right let's play now yeah He's, he's not afraid to admit when he's wrong um, I still think Chelsea for title personally yeah um, I do not see anyone being able to match them you know position for position I think they've got mm-hmm. everything as um, you yeah, said like Werner he's he's had 16 goals ruled out since he started for Chelsea because of offside but he's still scoring loads, <laughs> to be fair to him so what they're going to be like come sort of January February is a bit scary yeah City are just they're always free free flowing, they're always free scoring. They can knock four or five past any team easily and comfortably, as we unfortunately found out earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's um I think there's gonna be a big divide, top three, top four. Yeah this season, personally. Yeah, I think bigger than ever.
4: And then and then United yeah. with with Cristiano Ronaldo not starting. Coming on, not really having too much of an influence.
3: A, a one-all at Everton. Where I Against a depleted Everton side as well. And a lot of injuries.
4: They, yeah, a lot of injuries. I think Townsend, uh, his goal was good. Celebration was a bit dodgy. Uh, yeah, was a bit
3: embarrassing, do you not think? Yeah, it was a bit embarrassing. I mean, oh, he's always my idol. I'm like, oh, just yeah. shut up, Adolfs. Yeah. What are you doing? I thought grey was quality... <laughs> What um, a bargain he's turned out to be? Yeah, Is it a yeah. million or one point two or it's something, something? One point right? seven, yeah. I think he was. Is it was. One point seven, as much as that, Christ. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he's been outstanding
4: <laughs> he, this season, absolute quality. But yeah, Ronaldo with walking off, shaking his head. Do you think that that spells the end of sort of
3: coming to the end of oh. Solskjaer's reign? I don't know. I think <laughs> I know. We've I think everyone in every media outlet has sort of spoken about it. But he's sulking, mumbling, or caught mumbling. As he walked down the tunnel, mm. does he know what sort of controversy that's gonna? Yeah, he gonna knows cause? his influence. He's good, or is it just he, he looked... is visibly frustrated?
4: He wiped billions by moving two Coke bottles. Yeah, from Coca Cola, he knows what he's doing.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think you're right though. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure uh, that Solskjaer's is going to be under. Uh, what's your thoughts, Alister? Uh, I think, I think, um. And I have said this at the time when they signed Ronaldo, it was all the fantastic fanfare
1: and so on and so forth. It was either going to be brilliant for Solskjaer, it was going to be the end of Solskjaer, and, and one of the two eventualities would, would come to pass fairly quickly. I he'd either walk in, have a galvanizing effect on Popper and, and people like that, and uh, um, you know, bring a bit of maturity to the place, or he would walk in and, and literally be like, Well, what on earth is this? What is this shambles compared to uh, to what I left when I was here last time? Mm. And he's probably closer to the last than the former, to be fair. Um, uh, you know, it amazed me that Solskjaer got the job in the first place. I'm staggered that he's still there um, when you think of, of the managers who've come and gone and, and are available even at the moment. Um, and I'd be really surprised if he's still there at Christmas. If you look at their next six games United, they've got Leicester at home, Atalanta away in the Champions League, Liverpool at home, Spurs away, Atalanta, um, the return league, and then City at home. Um, compared to the games that have just gone through. I'd be very surprised if he if he was still there at the end of those run of fixtures unless things change massively. I agree, yeah. I, I, well, I've said this since he sort of joined. I remember
4: talking to a mate of mine who's a, who's a man, And he, he was saying, he was banging about it. I said, oh, you know, he did, he did fuck what, Mould? Moulder. Moulder. Where did he go? Where did he go? He, was,
3: he came to Cardiff when he relegated them. He? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I yeah. said, he's going He yeah, got, got Cardiff down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he went back to Moulder for a bit. Then he went back to Moulder. He, won, he, won, he always won the league with Moulder, but I think there's about three teams in I it. I think everyone was so, in the yeah.
4: league with Moulder. It's like going kind of uh, Scotland didn't it and managing Celtic no. other than Rangers won it other than that yeah.
3: good points <laughs> good points always <laughs> but
1: again, um, it, it, it is it's like it's like managing ajax I mean we had we had Frank Caboura at Palace for 22 minutes and, and he won three <laughs> titles in a row at IACs before he got to us yeah, yeah. Um, you He's know shit,
3: wasn't he? but I think he he, he played a very expansive game of football you just didn't have to play it at the time if he was there now with the players you've got, potentially it might have been a different story. I don't think so, mate. I think you you're only as good as the players you've it. got. No, I, I, I think I, he yeah, tried to I change too much too soon, probably. It, I, in that I, instance, at least, you know, it's I a bit like when at at what people, people uh,
4: Juve, wasn't
1: it? It, it, it just doesn't work. I, I,
3: I think from you, you always look at what what
1: people go on to do after. So that, I don't mean, you he, he he wasn't great in the Euros with Holland, and I had a,
3: they had a reasonable squad there. Yeah, I think they hmm. had a, a good start. They definitely underachieved. Um, I think from the the Sol sharp perspective, I don't know whether he will get sacked until the end of the season.
4: Man United do tend to hold on to their managers, but I think, as uh, Alistair just said, his his run for until Christmas is, is tough.
3: Oh, and it if is you don't tough get
4: through that, especially with the the investment in in the team. Yeah, and you've got Ronaldo there shaking his head. Oh, I think you
3: will. I completely I get it and I see the point. I just think if they're still in a decent position for, uh, they Champions League, aren't they, this season?
1: Yeah.
3: If they're in a decent you know, if they're through to knockout stage Champions League and semis of the League Cup, if he can go on to win one of those cups, he's safe for another year or two.
1: Well, they need the cup,
3: aren't they? Oh, I was at the League Cup, they're out of. Yeah, they're, oh,
1: okay. brought, they're out of the League Cup. Um, oh, sorry. And, you know, in reality, they're, they're not going to win the Champions
3: League, are they? I think we can... We can yeah, probably not. But I think if they had a decent They're not going to win the league, so it's all on the FA Cup at that point, isn't it? Yeah, but I think if, if he wins a trophy, it shuts people up for a while. Um, I think that's what they're they're missing. I mean, Arsenal have won trophies more recently than them, and look at the position they're in. Mm. Um, you know, Spurs have, have probably outperformed them over the last three, four seasons. You know, getting to the Champions League final, you can't take it away from them. Obviously, they peaked there and, and have fallen from grace at the moment. But there's a lot of other things. Look at Chelsea. know, they're back up there again as red hot favourites for everything, pretty much at the moment. Mm. So I think if he gets if he gets a trophy, he's I think he's safe. But I think yeah, he could be on thin ice. But I just don't see them getting rid of him, especially after that much money. I think they'll wait until the end of the season. So that is that. So yeah, anything you wanted to add on the the United front then?
1: Yeah, just just on that in terms of
3: of the money that they've spent.
1: If you compare, it, for example, to to Arsenal transfer window, um, just gone where everyone was, you know, we were all thinking it was hilarious that they've spent fifty million on Ben White and all the rest of it, and twenty four million on a goalkeeper who's been relegated. Three times in three different clubs and so on and so forth. It's The, the digs Yeah, no, thanks
3: no, for reminding us. us.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> no, I was going on to say,
3: but
1: there is method to that in terms of in, in every instance, those players are going to improve, they're going to get better. They spent 30 million at United you know, on for who He looks lost out there. He, he looks, you know, clueless at times. Yeah. Um, Maguire obviously not playing at the moment. When he does, he doesn't look like his worth. Whatever it was, was it 85 million? 80 million? Yeah, 85 yeah. million. Yeah,
3: 80 minute, it. For
1: it. it was. It was something frightening. Um, and then they've got Sancho for 70 million. 70 million. So, um, I mean, he must yeah. be the only signing that makes Pepe look value for money. To be fair. Um, because yeah, another, dig.
3: Is, yeah, yeah, another, another dig. I think he's on five <laughs> now, isn't
1: he? But, but I find it staggering that they go, they go to Dortmund. <laughs> there's, there's three players at Dortmund who, who have a reputation where you might want to, they're, they're theoretically a worth signing, and they choose the one that they shouldn't choose. Obviously, it weren't going to get harder, but how they left Bellingham there with the problems they've got in the centre of midfield with and my favourite, Fred, um, and and don't go and get Bellingham, but instead bring back, yes, another right winger. Is he that much better than Dan James? I don't think he is.
3: Uh, I don't know. I mean, for England, I think he's always done pretty well. But for Dortmund, he was he was unplayable at times. Um, but I think that's down to the, the, the style of play, I think, and the team around him. You've got to have that. I guess that connection. It's it's gonna take a while. I think anyone that says oh we need to adapt to the Premier League, I disagree with that completely because he's used to training with the physicality of all of it. Mm, so yeah, I, I disagree. Wow. He's not been a dormant for that long that he would have forgotten everything and not known how to react to it. I guess I understand completely that your body changes over a few years. You know, it can change in in six months. But he would still be familiar if definitely change body. 18 months. months. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> I know we've all sort of uh, put on a few pounds at least. But I think your body still retains that, not necessarily muscle memory, but retains that sort of uh, muscle stability, memory. I guess, to a certain extent and, and can deal with that. Yeah. yeah. You can deal with knocks and bumps and, and grazes and bruises. So I, I don't think that's an excuse. I think it's just the the style of play and the training. But again, it's that then down to, to Solskjaer not being an experienced manager like imagine if he's playing under Pep what would he be doing then oh, yeah. yeah but
1: obviously you know Pep let him go at the end of the day didn't
3: he? well I think he, he said he tried to keep him but he said he wasn't quite ready yet um, and I yeah. think well, Pep yeah. was probably right at the time but Sancho wanted yeah. to, to play football I think for himself he's made the right move
1: Yeah,
3: to go to Dortmund yeah, maybe not United but, yeah. He is the player that
1: is has come back. Is that the player that Pep decided wasn't quite ready? Because he was probably right, that's the case, because he doesn't look quite ready now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Or is it just the, the age-old thing of that, that hefty price tag weighs down quite a lot on people's yeah. heads? Mm. We've seen Pe- it so many Pepe times. Pepe is a massive key. example of it. Yeah.
4: Yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of players that you can say have done that.
3: You've not got that leap mentality that the likes of sort of Ronaldo has, where he doesn't care. He went to hundred and was it 110 million or something? Hundred mil? And still did extremely well there. By his high standards, wasn't overly successful. He still won everything apart from Champions League. Yeah. So he still did all right. So anything else you lads wanted to cover? So the comeback's on, mate. The comeback's on. The
4: football results. The predictions. The predictions, mate. What's it at now? So last week, it was 11-3. Yeah. Are you ready for this one? Go on. You ain't going to believe it. It's 11-4, isn't it's it? It's 11-4.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what result did you get right? Oh, I can't remember the top of my head now. What was it? It was the... You can't say I put you on the spot. You started this segment. Right, I mate? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was. It was the... Uh... <laughs> so, around, while we're waiting, Alistair, so how's life? Tell me about your <laughs> life story. It all started way back when. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been keeping up to date with the old scores and predictions at all? Do you play along, Alistair? Uh,
1: no, yes, no. yeah. I, I do.
3: Um, no, yes, no, yes, yes. Excellent. No. Great answer. <laughs> 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 we'll also um, whack up
4: our team of the week on the socials when Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp is up and running.
3: Yeah, it's a bit of an outage at the moment. We a had a, a few difficulties uh, getting Alistair on this podcast. We've had to resort to, uh, to Zoom, actually, for this. I was going for phone either, <laughs> yeah. So Discord wasn't working, Facebook's not working, Teams wasn't working for some reason. So yeah, it's so, down, yeah. technical difficulties. Uh, have we stalled enough now so you know where we're at, Will? What was the score? What game did you get right?
4: Oh it was I think it was the Everton uh Man United game.
3: Everton Man United one 0 Was it one? I thought I didn't think you got that. It was. Oh. Yeah, I don't think we all got that right, you know. Wasn't well, it? Let's have a look. Right. Oh he did, yeah, he did put one 0 Well done, mate. Cheers, mate. 11-4. 11-4. Eleven four. You're getting there. Comeback's on, mate. Comeback is well and truly on now. Um so you two said at the beginning that you wanted a bit of a quiz on the Watford managers. I hope you two haven't googled it. I've got them up here. Okay. i to just go through. See. Right. Yeah. yeah, you two up for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, in no particular order, and this is since then their last long-term manager, who's AD Bothroyd, and March 05 to November 2008. Since then, they've had quite a few managers, <laughs> uh, to say the least. So. Fire away some names, and uh, I'll let you know whether it's right or wrong, boys. Mick McCarthy. Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche, correct. Who did you say? Sorry, Will. Um, Mick McCarthy. Mick McCarthy. Mick McCarthy. <coughs> no. Will he? No. Paul Ince. Paul Ince.
4: Hang on. Oh, no, sorry. We're nope. talking of, I'm thinking of Wolves.
3: Yeah, no, we're, we're doing Watford, I do, mate. I'm thinking of Wolves. I'm, I'm really sake. glad you do this podcast both of <laughs> us together. <laughs> <Yeah>. Excellent knowledge. <laughs> right, let's
1: think Watford then. Yeah, to be fair, though, the psychologically, put the skids under me because I was sitting there thinking, well, uh, any, any of these people
3: for what? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. This is his plan. He sort right, of close yeah. you yeah. off. Yeah. Should I help you out with a few, get you going? Um, uh, Billy McKinley was there for about eight days. Uh, Billy McKinley, yes, he was there for two games. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> um, We've mentioned a few of these earlier in the yeah. Uh, in the I can't think of his first name. His surname is Flores. Yeah, Kike Sanchez Flores. That's it, yeah. He was a, he was a lovely man as well. Great beard and mustache. Did he was there for two stints actually as well? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, I can I can tell you a lot about Wolves if you want to know what they're. No, not
3: Wolves, mate. It's Watford this time. Maybe we'll do another game in a couple of weeks. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'll tell you Watford, Uh, Nigel (laughs) Pearson. Nigel Pearson, bang on it. Great knowledge here from Alistair. Great knowledge. Uh, I've thrown in, throw in a few random ones. Malky Mackay, way back when, 2009. Oh, forgot about that. Um, Brendan Rodgers was there for a while, 2008, uh, November, until June 2019. And Gianfranco Zola. So, yeah, is... Zola James.
1: was there,
3: well, yeah. Was, was Viali not the manager as well at one point? Obviously. Uh, Gianluca Viali. Yeah, but that was a little bit sooner. But yeah, I'll give you that. He was back in 2001 to 2002. They had a bit of stability with Ray Lewington for three years and then Bothroyd for three after that.
1: When was um,
3: when was uh, Graham Taylor's um, second stint? God rest his soul. Graham Taylor was 97 to
1: 2001. Was it? Because okay. yeah, I know way he, back when. they won promotion
3: with him, didn't they? Again, They did, yes, they did. Through the playoff. Playoff winners, 98-99 season. Uh, We mentioned him earlier, uh, Slavica Jukanovic. Uh, Walter Mazzari was there for a while. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Marco Silva. Oh, that's who I was trying to think of. Uh, Of course, he was. Good. Any more? I mean, we've got about twenty-four still to go. (laughs) (laughs) Cisco. Uh, yes, yeah, Cisco, yes. Well done. <laughs> um, so the rest we've got is uh, Javi Grazia, 2018. Yeah. Um, Nigel Pearson, 2019, he was there. Uh, Vladimir Ivic, or Ivic, uh That was during the championship. Mm. And then obviously Cisco and, uh, and Ranieri. So there's so many managers that you generally have no idea who they are. No. Especially if you're thinking of No, numbers. and... I remember a lot of them but I wouldn't have remembered them if I no. wasn't reading it no. um, oh we missed another one Oscar Garcia Junyent and Giuseppe Sanino I don't even remember them being there That Oscar Garcia no. oh, had four oh. games I doubt they remember to be fair <laughs> so it's probably one of those jobs you don't put on your CV you just glaze over no, yeah. Yeah. what were you doing home yeah. renovations yeah. at that point yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was a Looking after my family. I think you normally put that down, as. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much us wrapped up. Um, how have you found it today, Alistair? You enjoyed yourself? Yes, yeah, yeah. Very much. So Thank you very much for having me on. No, our pleasure. Demonstrated some excellent knowledge there. Yeah. I think Will's a bit annoyed because someone's beat him. I'm pissed
1: off that I'm, I had
4: all
3: the Wolves managers in me. <laughs> <you know> <laughs> Next one we'll do a wolves quiz for you. I don't know I'll who will be on. on. I'll get it we'll <laughs> Start reading off the Watford yeah. managers. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Grazia. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you for coming on. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure, mate. And um I think we'll end the show there. Yep, yeah, cheers guys. Thanks for listening and catch, catch up care. soon. Bye bye.